Welcome back to American Uck Radio. This is your host, Mike Phillip. It is Saturday, January the 7th, 2017. It's our first show of 2017, and we've got a great lineup for you today. You're all going to learn some very valuable information, and that's what I like about this show. You learn things. Now, we've got uh, a a variety of stories that we're going to go over. There's this whole situation with uh, Julian Assange and WikiLeaks, and, uh, you know, the the government is blaming the Russians for somehow stealing the last election, which makes absolutely no sense, but we're going to get into that. Uh, We're going to detail the lives of the Real Housewives of ISIS, only on American Arc Radio. Call in line is 855-660-4261. Once again, 855-660-4261. Now, hour two of the show, we've got my good friend, Dr. Peter Glidden, coming on to talk about non-drug and surgery recoveries. Uh, Professor Mike and I used to actually host this guy's show, and he is awesome. The information that you could get in that second hour could save your life. Now, at the end of hour one, we've got Kirk Newman of Syntec Global. We're going to tell you how to save 20% on your fuel mileage in your car and cut back your fuel emissions 30% and double the life of your engine. This show could change your life. Now, I had a really great week. Uh, I actually had a birthday on the 4th, and my, uh, my son wanted to take me and my wife out. So we went to the Canadian brew house, and it turned out that while we were there, the USA and Canada were having their gold medal junior hockey game in Montreal. So everybody in the place was going nuts every time Canada scored a goal, and there was nobody cheering for the USA. So, you know me, I, uh, I decided it was time to get obnoxious. So every time the U.S. scored a goal, I'd jump out of my chair and start chanting like, USA, Donald Trump, freedom fries. At one point, <laughs> I actually started singing America the Beautiful. You know, four beautiful, four spacious skies. <laughs> and I was getting these really evil looks, and the, the other people at my table actually got up and left as soon as the, uh, the game was over. So, you know, that's how it went. Mike and Don, how are you guys today? Uh, I'm not having as much fun as it sounded like you did. I just got to ask you, was, I, I'm, I'm just taking a shot at the dark here. Was alcohol involved? A little. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, uh, they, they've got this, uh, this drink called Inception, and it turns out it will ruin your life. <laughs> <laughs> or, or at least cause uh, some uh, uh, commotion there at the uh, brew pub. Something like that. You yeah. know, it was a good time. Nobody got hurt. Let's launch this show. Yeah! 
you can't turn on a woman doesn't mean the rest of us need a drug. <laughs> you, my friend, are in deep doo-doo. America Nuck Radio. In your face. When in doubt, blame the Russian hackers. This election was stolen from the American people by Russia. There's been a suite of efforts coming from the Kremlin. There's no doubt now that Russia has used cyber attacks against all kinds of organizations in our country. Russian state actors broke into the DNC. Group with ties to the Russian government. The intelligence agencies of Russian President Vladimir Putin. So it turns out that last week, Sean Hannity of Fox News flew over to London, England, to uh, give an exclusive interview to Julian Assange, who's been living at the Ecuadorian embassy for what I can only presume, uh, it seems like forever that he's been holed up there. Because like four years, there, I think. Yeah, wasn't there an uh, international arrest warrant because he's being accused of rape by two Swedish girls or something like that? Uh, he wasn't raped by two Swedish girls. <laughs> I said he was accused of it. <laughs> oh yes, okay, yes, yes. Those and and those charges still stand, and and uh, he hasn't been prosecuted yet um, for that. Although I, I hear there are a lot of holes and a lot of um, doubts about the validity of those charges. But in any case, yeah, he's he's been holed up in this little room at the Ecuadorian embassy now for I think it's a little over four years. Um, and Sean Hannity managed to score the uh, score the interview, which you know, hey, props well, to it, props to it, him for getting it. Yeah. It was a good interview, and I got to say, being raped by two Swedish girls is like every thirteen year old guy's <laughs> dream come true. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's just it's the way dream it sounded too, actually. when you said that. <laughs> Let's get into this dream. interview with Assange with uh, Sean Hannity here. Do you believe yeah. governments? regularly lie, propagandize, manipulate the minds of their citizens? Fairer statement? Yes, very that much You so. want to expose that truth to people? Yes. Regardless of whether it's Republican, Democrat? Absolutely. No, no Absolutely. political agenda? Absolutely. Governments lie to their people? Did no. Julia Assange just say that? I mean, no. uh, this can't be so. I mean, I, I've read the Warren Commission report so many times, it's like my Bible, you know? I mean... <laughs> But listen, when you say governments, you gotta, you're talking about a lot of people. I mean, governments are, especially here in the Western Hemisphere, governments are huge. They've ballooned in size. So, you know, Julian Assange believes that governments are lying to manipulate their people, and he wants to expose that. And you might wonder why. Well, let's get into that. And you, the question then goes back to the fourth estate. This is the biggest media story. Why won't the media do it? If, if I have information that Hillary Clinton is colluding with the media, that Hillary Clinton is benefiting well, and, you, you, and you just, to play. You just answered the question. Why won't the media do it? Because four-fifths of the media in the United States felt that it was part of the same system that Hillary Clinton was part of the same uh, social strata, uh, benefiting politically and socially and financially, as far as the media owners are concerned, uh, from that system that Hillary Clinton uh, most represented. So Julian Assange figures that uh, Hillary Clinton and the, you know, the government establishment, especially the DNC, was completely in bed with the establishment media, which I'd like to say 
their numbers are dropping like a rock. Nobody watches CNN anymore. I mean, I, you know, I will, but only if I want a good laugh because it's it's actually quite hilarious, some of the things that they report on. I mean, you, you end up scratching your head and thinking this is news, and do you expect me to buy what you're saying? But let's go on with this interview some more here. Let me ask this question. Now, we, we, we should, you, you, you're taking on the big, the mighty, the powerful. I don't sense a political agenda because you're telling me if it was Donald Trump emails, you would have released those. Well, look, we, we did release Sarah, we released Sarah Palin's emails. Right. We released but you didn't have RNC We released uh, Norm Coleman's right. uh, donor information back in uh, 2009. So it's nonpartisan. They've been doing this uh, in successive Republican and Democrat administrations. And actually, I remember back in the 90s when WikiLeaks released a bunch of emails that, uh, that outed the locations of Black Ops site where there was torture going on, Abu Ghraib prison, things like that. And I clearly remember Bill O'Reilly openly calling for the assassination of Julian Assange. Do you remember that, Don? I do. It's an interesting change of face here. Let's get into it after this break when we have more time. Mike, Mike, and Super Don on American Knock Radio will be back on the Genesis Communications Network after this. Global XFT is a breakthrough product trusted around the world for over 20 years. Syntec Global XFT will maximize engine life and fuel economy, maximize horsepower and performance, and minimize emissions. XFT packs an incredible amount of benefits into one small concentrated dose and comes with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. That's Syntec Global XFT. Put it to the test. Head over to AmericanUpRadio.com now to get your extreme fuel treatment. That's AmericanUpRadio.com. Live, everybody. Before the break, we were talking about this Sean Hannity interview with Julian Assange of WikiLeaks. And uh, Julian Assange is claiming that he has absolutely no dog in the fight except to expose the truth to the people who are going to be living under these governments and the claims that they are making. Now, he's saying that there was widespread collusion between the DNC, the mainstream media, and the Hillary Clinton campaign to steal the, uh, the primary from Bernie Sanders. And I think that's quite honestly what got Donald Trump elected. Because once everybody knew that they really didn't have a vote because it was going to be stolen anyways for the preferred candidate, I mean... Uh, Jar Jar Binks in a blonde wig there. Debbie Wasserman Schultz had to step <laughs> down as head of the DNC when it all came out. Nothing wow. happened to her. Donna Brazil got fired because it turned out that she was uh, feeding questions for town hall meetings to Hillary Clinton and things like that. But uh, there's this big shift where it's being blamed on the Russians. And before the break, I was just saying to Dawn, I remember a time in the 90s when guys like Bill O'Reilly were openly calling for Assange to be killed because they figured that he was screwing around with the Republican Party. But now uh, he's been 
you know, deemed the darling of the of the right for helping Donald Trump get in. And uh, I think that's a pretty accurate assessment of the situation, wouldn't you say, Don? I w- you know, I would, but that is so short-sighted. I mean, yep. it is just, it's like, uh, you know, as long, well, what is it? What's the saying? Uh, the, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. My frenemy. You know, but it's like, it is so short-sighted because if you look at what WikiLeaks has done, and, and you brought up the, uh, the, the leaks that came out back, I'm going to say this was back at like around 2009 or so, about the, uh, the torture that was going on. Uh, and the black sites that were being revealed, uh, you know, in, in our, what was it? What was it? Afghanistan, I think. Yeah, well, um, there was Abu Ghraib prison in Iraq, right? and you're right. It was around right. 2009. I, don't went, I went back a little bit too far, but uh, no, you're correct. Yeah. And so I, it's, they're so short-sighted because it's, it's like the whole idea of going, hey, we really like Julian Assange now because he's saying stuff about Hillary Clinton. Um, the Republicans... Are, are kind of setting themselves up. And it's very interesting because I don't watch MSNBC very much, uh, but, you know, they do have their token conservative guy, Joe Scarborough, on the show. Yeah, who, he had he on th- the uh, editor of Bloomberg News talking about how this is going to turn around to bite the Republicans in the end. More generally, though, uh, John, about just how stupid Republicans look. The same Republicans who, like me, were offended uh, when there were leaks about a CIA program back in 2005, 2006, maybe it was, that actually revealed the location of black sites, right. exposed our allies. I, I, I was just beyond myself. I still am just absolutely stunned that the Washington Post printed that. He's still stunned. Stunned. <laughs> He's never gotten stunned. over it. Stunned. Stunned that those secrets were revealed. Which I think is so interesting because... If I remember correctly, the information that was leaked was about the torture and and the uh, you know the basically war crimes yep. that were taking place at the time. And in the process of that information being leaked, it also revealed locations of black sites, and it was exposing what was going on at those black sites. Yet, we're not talking about that. We're trying to make this out to be that WikiLeaks. Uh, was endangering our troops and purposely leaking this information in order to reveal, you know, critical uh, secrets in the war. When in reality, you know, what was going on there was something that could be considered a war crime. Why are we not talking about that? Isn't that what the the source of the information, what the the uh, the uh, you know, I guess you could call it agenda, was behind releasing that information was to expose that that stuff was going on. Well, that's the thing, and and here's the thing: if you've lived on planet Earth as long as I have, you've uh, you've definitely ran into uh, a couple of liars in your time, and they all have the same way about them. They obfuscate, gaslight, blame the victim. Uh, you know what I mean? And that's what this is all about. But let's go on with this uh, morning Joe interview with the uh, head editor of Bloomberg News. WikiLeaks. Julian Assange was enemy number one for Donald Trump, among others. Well, yeah, for the Republican Party. I saw a tweet for Donald Trump, for every Republican. And now they're sitting there like Sean Hannity is 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 there's a bromance there. It's repulsive. First of all, I like to say I hate the word bromance. 
<laughs> I really do. I mean, it... Uh, or, you know, dude force. <laughs> I think <laughs> Joe, Scarborough, Joe Scarborough is butthurt, I think, at this point. He totally you know, is. Yeah. I think. I, and listen, if he could have got that interview, he would have jumped on totally. it. As a newsman, if you can get an interview with Julian Assange at the Ecuadorian embassy, you take it. It's that simple. But let's go on here. The Republican Party can't make the mistake that every party makes and think that the person that gets elected in the White House right. is going to be there forever. Right. Republicans are looking like fools unless they come out strongly on this and everybody forgets. There's another election in two years. Yeah, so now they're saying uh, this is all going to come back on you because you buddied up with Julian Assange. And you know what? He's probably a little bit right there because, yeah, if there's uh, crookedness going on on either side, a guy like Assange or an organization like WikiLeaks is going to leak it because that's what they do. It's in the name, WikiLeaks. And their only dog in the fight, as he said before, is getting the truth out to people. Because you got to ask yourself, why would your government lie to you? I mean, why would they? Well, only if they're going to do something that you don't like. Or if they're up to something that would get them in severe trouble. Let's go on. And it usually turns ugly when you play as stupid as this. Republicans need to be unified. Donald Trump needs to get on board. They need to aggressively go after this and investigate it. Because it's got, I'll say it again, I've been saying it for weeks. This is going to end badly. Well, it already did end badly for the DNC and Hillary Clinton. And, you know, as far as a whole lot of butthurt millennials go, the rest of the country, because nobody thought that Donald Trump was going to get elected. And it, and it wasn't, in my opinion, WikiLeaks that turned the tide. It was the fact that the criminality and the crookedness of the Democrats got brought to the forefront. And that was all there was to it. Now, here's the money shot. You know, Lindsey Graham yesterday said made this point. Marco Rubio presciently, to some extent, in one of the debates uh, in the fall, said, I'm not going to talk about WikiLeaks because of the fact that this, you guys don't understand, Republicans will be next. Yeah, we will be the targets next time. So let's not contribute to this atmosphere of tolerance for these stories and for the perpetrators of these kind of acts. So there you have it. Now, oh Don, you had my. an interesting take on that. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, I mean, we only have a few seconds here, but, uh, you know, listen, to me, when I heard that, this is a huge admission by this guy and by Joe Scarborough that they are more concerned with self-preservation than they are in the truth getting out. That blew me and away. that, ladies and gentlemen, is government in a nutshell. Mike, Mike, and Super Don will be back after this break. More American Ock Radio on the way. into the real world and in an instant they find out they're not special their moms can't get them a promotion that you get nothing for coming in last and by the way you can't just have it because you want it right 
right? You can't just have it because you want it. And that goes double for the news media, and that is what they want. They get out of school, they think they can have whatever they want, and that they run the show. Now, we closed out with with this Morning Joe clip here, and we're going to run this one more time. I want you to really listen here. You know, Lindsey Graham yesterday said, made this point, Marco Rubio presciently, to some extent, in one of the debates uh, in the fall, said, I'm not going to talk about WikiLeaks because of the fact that this, you, you guys don't understand, the Republicans will be next. Yeah, we will be the targets next time. So let's not contribute to this atmosphere of tolerance for these stories and for the perpetrators of these kind of acts. Okay, so let's boil down what he's saying in a nutshell here. We should not cooperate with WikiLeaks because when the, com- when the time comes for us to lie to our people, they're going to call us on it too. So it's like they're planning in advance to BS their own people into a situation that's going to be unacceptable to the American public. And you're wondering, why would you care, Mike? You live in Canada. Well, I'll tell you what, when America sneezes, Canada gets a cold, okay? It's very important to Canada what happens in the United States. So, well, and listen, listen. Here's the deal. Wiki. It's not like WikiLeaks is primarily focused on American politics. They're not. No. They're releasing information about every government that's out there. So it doesn't matter what country you're in. Uh, it's not like you're out of the crosshairs when it comes to WikiLeaks. No, exactly. Now, now, this situation, uh, it just really struck me last night as I was listening to this, this audio from uh, this guy from Bloomberg Politics. And it's, uh, it's interesting because he's pointing out the fact that, okay, Marco Rubio said, I'm not going to talk about WikiLeaks because um, the Republicans are going to be next. And the the thing that just really confuses me is, it, well, I say it confuses me. It doesn't confuse it because I understand why the media doesn't want to cover what I think is the proper, truthful angle on what is going on with WikiLeaks. But it, it's it's like the information that WikiLeaks puts out. <clears throat> they have WikiLeaks a perfect record for ten years. They have never been proven wrong on any of the information that they've given out. They have a 100% accuracy accuracy record, okay? And so if WikiLeaks comes out with information that is showing corruption, collusion, uh, things that are going on within the government, in this case, the DNC, okay? Um, if you are a Republican, if you are a libertarian, if you are an independent, if you are just a decent human being, should you not be f- looking at what the information is that's being released, the validity of it? What does it mean? Is it, is it bad that we are learning about these lies and these, these things that are going on in government the, the, you know, that's happening? Um, that's called transparency, right? I mean, I mean, this is what government is supposed to be. It's supposed to be transparent. So when you have somebody like, like uh, Rubio or Lindsey Graham. Little Marco. Yes. When they're coming out, and they're going, oh, well, you know, we're not going to say anything about WikiLeaks because we're going to be next. Basically, what you're doing is you are saying, you know what, we have skeletons in the closet and we don't want our secrets and our lies and our corruption to be exposed. So we're all going to try and jump on board with demonizing Julian Assange and WikiLeaks because we don't want our skeletons to come out of the closet. Sounds to me like you're a Russia lover. I am. I am such a commie pinko. I know. So vile. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? It's like nobody. 
is talking about the information that's being put out by WikiLeaks. You've got this narrative that's being pushed down everybody's throat that is that, you know, that it's Russia or that, you know, it's it's uh, the Kremlin, it's Putin. It's, you know, they're trying to control us. They're trying to influence our election. Well, you know, well, what? at the same time, they're saying that fake news is dangerous. And under this Russia did it narrative. Now, the Obama administration that's supposed to be gone in two weeks has sent special ops troops to Lithuania on the Russian border, and uh, NATO is sending in like 1,200 tanks. I mean, that's pretty damn dangerous for fake news, if you ask me, if they're willing to risk war with Russia. It's crazy. I mean, it, it literally, it's, it's, it's just insane how people are, are so easily hoodwinked by the media into to you know trying to focus on who did the hacking rather than what was revealed by the hacking. Yeah, that's exactly it. Speaking of things being revealed, there's a situation in Fort Lauderdale with that shooting at the airport. Have you been following this at all, Don? <laughs> yeah, you know, I heard about it yesterday. Um, I actually have a, a, a friend that was flying, uh, um, and I thought maybe out of Fort Lauderdale because he lives near Fort Lauderdale, but he was at, at, in Atlanta instead. But I was following it yesterday, and at, like everybody else, you hear about a shooting what is it that everybody's waiting for? What nationality is the guy? Did he say Aluhu Akbar, right? I mean, those yep. are like the two things everybody's waiting to find out. So this morning, I got the update on this situation, and I, I was just scratching my head all morning, it's not because I had dandruff, but, but I was just reading it, and I'm like, I cannot believe the fact that this guy uh, was flying th or going through an airport and had a gun and somehow was not flagged. He had a gun in his luggage, and he was able to just go calmly get it out of his bag, walk to a bathroom, load it, walk out, and start shooting people. And I don't know how many international airports you've ever been to, but most of the ones I've been to have a police department right in it. I mean, if you go to one in sure. Canada, they have an RCMP station. There's armed guys everywhere. This guy was able to reload and then continue shooting people, set the gun down after he was finished, and then lay down spread eagle, and then the brave police moved in. I mean, what's going on here? I mean, you know, it's easy to judge, right? I wasn't there. But it just seems weird to me. And and not only that, but like one, now that this guy's backstory is starting to come out, it turns out that he actually, he, the guy's from Alaska. He was born in New Jersey, lives in, lives in Alaska. Now. Well, he lives in a rubber room now, but he, you know, he was previously living in Alaska. And didn't he go to an FBI field office and tell them that he uh, was getting voices in his head telling him to go and fight for ISIS <laughs> and watch ISIS videos? Like, it's what crazy. It's crazy when you look at this information. Back in November, he walked, he literally, he walked into an FBI field office and told them that he was hearing voices in his head, uh, that he was being forced to fight for ISIS, that yeah. uh, the government had infiltrated his brain and were, were making him do these things. So he was referred to, you know, the hospital. They did a, a welfare mental health check. They, you know, discovered that the guy's got some mental issues. He went and fought in Iraq, and, and apparently, according to his family, ever since he came back, that he's been, you know, somewhat schizophrenic. So, uh, yeah, so this guy, I mean, literally, 
you know, came, came to the FBI and said, hey, you know, I'm being forced to watch ISIS videos and there's voices in my head telling me I need to fight for ISIS. And somehow this guy is allowed to still carry a gun and Through an jump on airplanes and check his gun in his luggage. Yeah. And it was what? first being report, reported that he was that he came in on an Air Canada flight, and Air Canada was quick to tweet out that no, we did not have him on our flight, and they there he was not on the records at all. I mean, you know, you had Janet Napolitano when she was head of the Department of Justice. You had screens in Walmart telling everybody, if you see something, say something. And here, this guy walks. He like basically gives himself up at an FBI field office, and they tell him. Piss off, kid. We're busy. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> and then he goes and I mean, it's not funny if you if you're somebody that got shot at an no, airport or you have no, a family but member. But the situation itself is just really weird. You, you know what? Here's it. here's the thing. Here's the thing. There are so many people that are being, uh, you know, I for lack of a better word, persecuted, uh, being put on no fly lists, being groped, and and everything going through the TSA line and all that stuff. And, you know, they are getting checked harder than the guy who walked into the FBI field office and said he was hearing voices in his head telling him to fight for ISIS. What's going on here? Good job, guys. Mike and Super Don on American Ock Radio. Uh, Professor Mike disappeared, and we've got Kirk Newman coming up to teach you how to save your gas in your car and reduce your carbon footprint 30% on American Ock Radio. Syntec Global XFT is a breakthrough product trusted around the world for over 20 years. Syntec Global XFT will maximize engine life and fuel economy, maximize horsepower and performance, and minimize emissions. XFT packs an incredible amount of benefits into one small concentrated dose and comes with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. That's Syntec Global XFT. Put it to the test. Head over to AmericanUpRadio.com now to get your extreme fuel treatment. That's AmericanUpRadio.com. Welcome back to American Ock Radio, everybody. This is your host, Mike Phillip, coming at you live from beautiful Western Canada. And as I promised at the beginning of the show, we were going to give you a way to uh, reduce your carbon footprint 30%, save your gas mileage, and double the life of your engine, whether we're talking about a chainsaw, a car, a bus, or even a kerosene lantern. We've got Kirk Newman of Syntec Global. How you doing, Kirk? Good. How are you, Mike? I'm doing great. Now, uh, about a year or two ago, I became aware of the product XFT that stands for Extreme Fuel Treatment, and we decided to try it out in my wife's car, of course. You know, I wasn't going to put it in mine. (laughs) (laughs) But we put it in her car, and we found that we got a drastic increase in the mileage and the the engine started running smoother and uh, we've stuck with it this whole time because it's an absolutely great product and this is a time when people are talking about cutting back on carbon emissions we have a brand new carbon tax in the province of Alberta so it would behoove everybody to figure out a way to cut back on their fuel consumption now Kurt could you tell us a little bit about this product absolutely 
let's go back in history to start with. Back in the mid-70s, two scientists discovered what was called an organometallic compound. They won the Nobel Prize for discovering that compound, and it was used exclusively in the beginning in the NASA program, the space program. Uh, And during that time, uh, they were able to discover with this burn rate modifier that it that when put in fuel, it actually extended what we call the burn rate of that fuel. Well, let me give you an example. When fuel goes into the combustion chamber, it sprays into the injectors, and then, and then of course, it combusts into flame and causes the pistons to go up and, up and down. What this organometallic compound did, or did, did back then and still does, <laughs> is it modifies that burn rate and gives it a longer burn. In other words, it ignites quicker into flame. When you ignite that that fuel quicker, it actually burns longer within that combustion chamber. So when you get a longer burn out of your fuel, what do you get? You get increased fuel mileage because instead of, for example, the fuel goes in and burns for a second, now it burns for about a second and a half, extending the full burn rate of that fuel. So you're just all you're doing with this compound, is burning the fuel more complete. It's as simple as that. You're burning more of the available BTUs of the fuel. So what does that do? Well, let me tell you, when you burn the fuel more complete, what's coming out your tailpipe? Exhaust is nothing but unburnt fuel. If you're burning all the fuel complete within the combustion chamber, there's next to nothing coming out the exhaust pipe. Thus, this product minimally will reduce emissions at least 30%, and that's the minimum. We've, we've done testing throughout the world in the last 20 years on this product, and never has it, has it shown a reduction in emissions of less than 30%. And it also, because of that, you get your increased fuel, fuel mileage, and it can be very, very significant, especially in areas where the fuel is, is, is of poor grade. For example... In countries like Africa, where, where XFT is used a lot, uh, unbelievable amounts in, in increased fuel economy because the, the, the fuel is, is so bad. But here in Canada and the United States, you will definitely see a, a huge increase in, in fuel economy. Now, what does this product do? Uh, XFT, or extreme fuel treatment, is exactly what it says it is. It's a complete fuel treatment. It's not just, we're, at, not, we're not just adding a catalyst. Uh, we're adding a complete fuel treatment. The catalyst in the product, of course, is this organometallic compound I've been talking about that won the Nobel Prize back in the 70s. But, uh, but it actually has seven main ingredients that it does to, to your vehicle. Let me tell you what they are. First of all, it's the catalyst portion, that or- organometallic compound. Second, mm-hmm. it's a fuel system cleaner. You've heard of like Tecron or something like that. Well, that's yeah. what it does. It cleans out cleans out your fuel system. Third, it's a lubricant. Right now, uh, in the U.S., I don't know how it's in Canada, but, but years ago in the U.S., they they uh, made it a law that, that you couldn't have uh, 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 certain things in 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 your fuel. And the natural lubricant in in fuel, they actually took out of the fuel down here in the gasoline and in the uh, diesel. And so what this does, it puts that lubricant back in to protect pistons and injectors. It's also a rust and corrosion inhibitor, you know, to, to keep your fuel tank clean. It's a sta- fuel stabilizer. Initially, 
it was developed as a stabilizer. And if you keep treating the fuel uh, every year, this will stabilize fuel, for example, in a gas can for 20 years. That's unheard of. Wow. The sixth thing it does, it's a demulsifier. A demulsifier means it separates the water from the fuel, so you don't have water going through your 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 uh, your system. One one drop of water c- can ruin an injector. And the last thing, it's a, it's a poly, polymerization retardant. Now, that's hard to say, but it, a polymerization retardant, what that does, it prevents solids from forming in your diesel fuel. You know, the colder it gets, the diesel fuel will, will, will tend to, to, to form into solid compounds, and this will prevent that. So it's got those seven major ingredients. So it's a full a full-on uh, complete fuel treatment. Uh, and as Mike, as you said, what it does, uh, by using this product every time you fill up, it increases your fuel economy significantly. It prolongs your engine life. How does it do that? Well, if you're burning the fuel completely within in the combustion chamber, that means there's no carbon deposits left over to build up on your engine parts. So it double, basically doubles the life of your engine because it prevents carbon buildup throughout all the engine parts. It reduces emissions like we've talked about. And the, the fourth thing we haven't talked about is it boosts the octane. Now, that's important because a lot of people driving, driving uh, uh, high-end cars are required to use a high-octane gas, like a 91-octane or a 93. You mm-hmm. now eliminate that. You, you, you put in the lowest-octane product of gas that you can find in, in the city where you live. For example, here in Salt Lake City, where I'm from, we have up to 93-octane, and we have all the way down to 85 at the pump. You definitely put in 85 because it will boost the octane as if it's you're putting in 93. Well, that right there, you're saving 30 to 40 cents a gallon right now just by using a lower octane fuel. It'll actually run, your car will run better and smoother at a lower octane fuel with our product in there than it will without it at a high octane. Well, the cost of the uh, high-octane fuel here is just absolutely off the charts. But you know what? Since we got this carbon tax on January the 1st, the fuel price went up 12 cents a liter overnight. And people are absolutely jumping up and screaming and, and like, a, like a monkey trying to figure out a math problem. And I'm telling them, you need to do something about it and actually profit and come ahead in this situation. And that that's what XFT does. I mean, listen, we gave... Uh, I gave three of the foil pouches of this stuff. And you got to understand, people, we're talking 10 milliliters, okay? 10 milliliters. And my brother-in-law's, uh, well, my sister-in-law started getting an extra 75 kilometers per tank out of their car. And if you want that in America, and that's about 48 miles extra per tank of fuel. And we're talking like a teaspoon of this stuff. Like it's, a, it's such a concentrated dose. And if you want to get your hands on this stuff, you can head over to AmericanUckRadio.com. That's AmericanUckRadio.com. And there's a banner ad for XFT. Now, people have a real problem with fuel additives because most of them don't work. Can we get into that in just a little bit, Kirk? We don't have much time left, but uh, there's, a, there's a real prejudice against fuel additives out there. Uh, and, and, Mike, let me tell you, you're right. Most fuel additives don't work. That's the no. problem. Uh, where we're different, people are probably wondering, well, if this is so great, how come I'm just hearing about it for the first time? Right. This has been sold for 25 years exclusively in the commercial industry throughout the world. The smallest it was ever sold in before was a 55-gallon drum quantity. Now, of course, 55-gallon drum 
treats 550,000 gallons of fuel. That's a lot. So it was mainly sold, it was mainly sold at, in the mining industry all throughout the world. And it wasn't until several years ago where we decided it's time to get this into the hands of consumers. Rather than just having the mining companies benefit, you know, and, and getting double the life of their equipment, it's time to get it in the hands of the individual consumer so they can not only save on, on uh, fuel prices and, and, you know, get more miles per, per liter, but, you know, have that, that carbon footprint and, and uh, help in the emissions to, to help reduce that throughout the world. Well, yeah, and the only reason that you've got those extra emissions is because you're not burning your fuel properly. AmericanUckRadio.com. Kirk, thanks a lot for coming on the show. We appreciate it. We'll be back after this hard break with Dr. Peter Glidden on American Uck Radio here at the Genesis Communications Network.